This is the Boys Podcast on TV Podcast Industries. We're talking about The Boys Presents Diabolical, Episode 3, Nubian versus Nubian. Hello again, fellow boys and girls. I'm one of your hosts, Derek. Hello there, and welcome back, fellow boys and girls. I am one of your other hosts, John. Welcome back to our coverage of Diabolical. Absolutely, yeah. We're talking about the third episode, Nubian versus Nubian. Uh, Third episode of Diabolical, the animated show. Uh, Another very different style this time. Yes, uh, anime-inspired in in Mm. some respects uh, here, and very much leaning into... I guess Wakanda in terms of the soups at least. Well here. yes, yes. But with uh but with a difference in that they're not from Nubia um yep. or any place like that. Um they're from downtown and uh I, I kinda quite like that gag. To yeah, be honest. absolutely. The character's based on uh, Black Panther and yes. Storm uh from Marvel Comics. Um but yes, the the idea that they're entirely set up, I suppose. Let's get into discussion about the episode because I don't want to spoil too much before we get into uh get into that discussion. Yes. Derek, what are some of the details for episode three? Well, the episode was written by Aisha Tyler. Boys fans will know Aisha Tyler very, very well because she was also the presenter of the Boys After Show. Ah, yes. Um, my, I remember when we were watching that and she was doing it for season two, I was going, wow, her sense of humor is even more extreme than they get away with on the actual show. And now she's had the opportunity to do an animation effectively with uh, with her sense of uh, her sense of humor. Um you can really feel it in this episode. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I thought it was really, really good. Uh, this episode was directed by Matthew Bordenave. Uh, first directing gig, but lots and lots of animation for DC, including Batman The Long Halloween Parts 1 and 2. Oh, which excellent we watched, stuff. Which came out last year. Yeah. Um, really, really good. If you, if you liked the Batman Long Halloween story, go check that one out as well. But uh, but yeah, you could tell um, there's someone with a, with a proper animation uh, skill behind the scenes in this one. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, John, do you want to give us your one-ish line synopsis for episode three of The Boys Diabolical? Sure. A dream marriage between Soup's Prince Nubian and Nubia, Queen of Thunder, crumbles. But their daughter Maya, despite her best efforts, is there to clean them out in the divorce. She wants a pony. <laughs> and that's kind of it. That's the story. It it's really all, is. <laughs> all the pretty straightforward um, uh, back of a cigarette packet, as we used to say in the old days, uh, kind of concepts, one-liners uh, going, this is what we're going to talk about. But, uh, but this time we have the battle effectively between the soups and their supervillain. And, and we see how structured this world is by Vought. We see that the whole meeting of uh, Prince Nubian and Nubia was all scripted. Um, Maya points out that her mom kept keeps her old scripts. She, she has the exact yeah. lines that we're saying. And we're introduced to Grand Hawk, their supervillain, the person that, that they go up against all the time. Uh, and he is effectively... Uh, in on the whole plan, he knows yes, exactly and what's going very on. Wolverine look. He uh, is, isn't he? Yeah. With the exception of the mallets as hands. Yeah, instead of knives like Wolverine has, he has mallets. That's yeah. true. That's why. But I almost thought when I saw this with mallets for hands, <laughs> I mean, he could hardly do anything. I'm surprised he wasn't abandoned by his parents into um, the same uh, care home as from the previous episode mm. because. 
when Maya goes to him to to try and save her parents' marriage uh-huh. uh, by setting up another encounter where effectively the violence that they will beat down on Groundhawk will effectively get them together again through horniness or, <laughs> or, or through the, you know, reigniting that special flame that brought them back together in the first place. Well, that's um, it. She's, she's his, it. his apartment is just trashed because yeah. he's got mallets for hands. Well, exactly. Kind of a running joke that, they, that he can't do anything. <laughs> I suppose that's part of the reason why he may have entered this um, deal with Vought, basically. He can't really do too much, so enters the deal, becomes part of this uh, opposition to the two of them, and he gets a storyline and gets things paid for for him, I guess. That's the, that's the deal. Uh, so that's an interesting concept coming out of the boys' world. Um, we know how scripted everything is for them, so uh, interesting that they would script this whole um, love story, effectively, between these two characters. So yeah. I, I did like that with Maya, where she's saying, um, my parents are only in love when they're fighting. I mean, fighting against somebody else, because they fight all the time now. You know? yeah. so. But that's what I loved about it. I love the central premise of, it is a love story of uh, Prince Nubian, and Nubia, Queen of Thunder. Mm-hmm. But it's actually also about Maya. Um, mm. Because the Nubian and, and Nubia are, you know, they're trying to shield Maya and uh, from the difficulty that the marriage is going f- through, all the arguments that they're having. But she's absolutely clued in and wants to try and keep her mum and dad together. Yeah. Yet it comes to a point where, you know, she sets up the the battle uh with groundhawk uh-huh. and it seems to work but then literally it's only temporary because the next day literally the next day after a whole night of mm-hmm. passionate sex and love making yeah um which Maya can hear well I'm sure there she can, is cause... no coffee in the pot for the morning coffee and it's the fight begins again. And I guess with lack of sleep, it's just Maya's kind of like, forget this. Yeah. And she wants them to divorce. And she's also going to get some of the assets from this. Absolutely. And she wants a pony. And I loved that that twist of ultimately it being set up as, um, you know, trying to save a marriage and yeah. a divorce between two adults. And it ends up really where the kid wants to divorce her parents. Well, yeah. And um, so ba- I like that. Basically, the marriage was a business transaction to begin with, all exactly. written by Vault. So now I'm going to get in on it uh, effectively at the end. But yeah, no surprise that she heard uh, that her parents having sex since it seems like uh, Nubia, Queen of Thunder, um, brings down all of the thunder and lightning uh, going on <laughs> right above their above yeah. their home uh, when they're having sex. I don't think anybody in the neighborhood would be in any doubt what's going on in the Nubian household. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, uh, we didn't. Mention, that is really loud. <laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. Uh, we didn't mention Aisha Tyler, of course, playing uh, playing Nubia. So written and starring Aisha Tyler, of course. Um, and we have Don Cheadle in here. Yes, uh, very well known as uh, for his role as Rhodey in uh, the Marvel movies, uh, playing uh, Prince Nubian. Yeah, and I kind of like his innocence almost uh, in this episode. They're, they're certainly both complicit in the breakup of their marriage, but I love that he seems to think ah, it's something that will go away. So when Maya first asks, "Are the two of them getting divorced?" and he's kind of going, "No, no, not at all," and walks out of the room, and uh, and Nubia walks in and goes. Your mom and dad are getting a divorce. Yes. <laughs> so she's instantly, uh, instantly tells her daughter the truth uh, as well. I thought that was quite funny. Um, 
Also love the running gag with Groundhog that uh, he he thinks everybody's going to think he's a pedo uh, because he's got a young girl in his house. Then Maya, when she doesn't get her way, says that she's going to tell everybody yeah, that she's she a press pedo. gangs him basically into and then doing it. Later on, with her parents fighting him in the sky, can't really hear properly what she says. They hear and think that Maya has said that he's a pedo and beat him to death. Yes, exactly. Like this is the brutality of the boys, of course, uh, the comedy that they have. That's how dark they go. Yeah, and Maya being splattered in the blood mm-hmm. of Groundhog. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, anything else about this episode to talk about, John? I think that's it. It's a it's a tragic setup love story that yeah. goes sour and ends up with a divorce of the entire family. Yeah, exactly. Split three ways. Yep, I, I did love uh, the closing uh, song. I will say, I love to hear a bit of a uh, little Nas X um, yes. with uh, Old Ten Road uh, at the, as the as the closing of the episode. Thought that was a, a good choice as well. Uh, but that's it. That's the uh, that's the episode. Um, have you scored this one, John? Yes, I'd give this uh, three and a half Ooh. terror plush toy shagging uh, out of five. <laughs> um, yes, I I really did enjoy this. Uh-huh. I think of the these first four, this was the one. Probably got, got. I preferred it the second time I watched it. Right, right. But um, I, I still absolutely enjoyed it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was good. I mean, like I did love the little touch, you know, which you wouldn't necessarily get from animation when, um, Prince Nubian and Nubia Queen of the Thunder first get together after taking Groundhog down, um. On on the 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 first time, mm-hmm. the, the back, you know yeah. they embrace a real sort of passionate kissing, uh-huh. and um, Nubia just slaps Prince Nubian on the ass a, right, as yeah. they go off. I mean, <laughs> it's right. just a nice adult way of yeah. of of showing something, you know, uh, in terms of that passion that's happening at that moment. So I, I really enjoyed all those little touches, and I liked, as I said, the central sort of twist or conceit. That in the end, despite all her best efforts, yeah. Maya has had enough of her own parents exactly. and, and oh. realizes, yeah, it was simply a transaction yeah. that looked like it could work. And they did have feelings, but it absolutely crumbled away over time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, a good, a good episode. Uh, good also to hear John DiMaggio, who plays the role of Groundhog. Uh, John DiMaggio, probably best known yes. as Bender from Futurama. You can certainly hear it uh, in the voice there occasionally. Uh, Again, a much more adult uh, voice here from uh, from John DiMaggio than we normally get from Bender and Futurama. Yes. <laughs> Excellent stuff. That's it for our third episode of The Boys Diabolical. We'll be back tomorrow with our thoughts about the fourth episode, Laser Babies Day Out. Yes. Remember, you can support us over at our podcast. Please subscribe, share the podcast uh, to share the love. Mm-hmm. We're also on Patreon. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash TV podcast industries where you can subscribe uh, for a monthly amount. And we are also uh, on buymeacoffee.com forward slash TVPI, where you can give a once-off support uh, if if you so wish. Um, Yeah, do do what Prince Nubian didn't do. Buy us a coffee. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much, fellow boys and girls, for joining us. As always, it's great having these little delves into diabolical with you speak to you again soon absolutely and remember if you want to share any thoughts about any of the episodes you can email us to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com or pop over to our facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash tvpodcastindustries yeah bye bye